Greetings and salutations, one and all, and welcome back to Live is Trash. Seven podcasts in one, but each one of those being exactly one-seventh as good as a regular podcast, therefore making it functionally identical to just a single one. And as ever, we'll be taking a pretty sideways look at the world of esoteric, obscure, and downright terrible, blah, blah, blah. I am your host, professional strong man, Lawrence Tucker, and I'm joined as ever by frequent collaborators, bearded lady, Rach Leonard, and lobster boy, Eddie McKenzie. Hello, Rach. Hello, Eddie. Hello. Oh, good evening. Our eagle-eyed listeners, eagle-eared listeners, I suppose, will be uh, acutely aware that we are not joined today by my uh, platonic life partner, uh, Mr. Johnny Owens. Uh, he unfortunately saw a very nice dog out of his window and felt compelled to chase it. And we don't know if we'll ever see him again. Nope. Wouldn't, it's, it's the way we all want to go out, isn't it? Just yeah. lost in the wilderness, chasing a Bichon Frise. <laughs> <laughs> so how is everyone today on this very cold February evening? Oh, oh wonderful. Baltic. It is cold, isn't it? I don't know if you've seen on the news, on the local news, but a pipe burst on the Gallagate. So I had a lovely river outside my back window for most of the day. <laughs> sounds like a euphemism if I've ever heard it. <laughs> <laughs> the Ganges was a-flowing. <laughs> so, uh, once more, we will be offering one unenthusiastic thrust into the horrid little drenched trench. That is moon-cursed. The worst thing that's ever happened in the world, with no exceptions. <laughs> um, we're on chapter what? Ah, eight. Oh, look at well done, Rachel. Yeah, good job. Sharp. <laughs> <laughs> Angling for points, aren't you? No, I'm just knowledgeable. Uh, we're on chapter. Give me a point. Yes, have a point. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be very free with the points today now, Johnny's not in it. Everyone gets tons of points. Hey! Let's have plus ten points for each of you just to start. <laughs> uh, so we're on chapter eight, uh, meaning that uh, there are seven dynamite chapters you've missed out on if you're joining this podcast at this episode. Uh, and if you are doing that, you have a choice. You can either go back and listen to the previous episodes and hear more of this dynamic but slower, or uh, you can listen to Edgy's lovely recap of what happened in the previous chapter. Oh, I've put you on the spot, Eddie. What happened in the previous chapter? You don't know. No one so, knows. It was nothing. So I think I'm thinking of the previous, previous chapter because that was quite exciting. Or was, was last chapter the saucy one? No. No. So um, she's gone back indoors. Um the, the the wifey has turned up from chapter two um, uh, effie, yeah, uh, with she's... like with like a new cake another Scottish stereotype a, a bannock and she did what kind of laugh did she do Rach? <gasps> <laughs> a munchkin laugh yes. a munchkin <laughs> and I, I, don't, I don't it was all just back it was all just exposition yeah. and backstory and, yeah. and, and like 
she yeah. was remembering things. So um, the chapter essentially was Effie coming over with a bannock. I don't remember what Effie said. Um, she had a and tattoo. She had that's it. That was the end of the chapter. She had a tattoo on a titty. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, tattoo. A titty tattoo. Yeah. Um, she had a Google. Did Chris Daniels? She Googled about uh, Eddie Mandel. Old German man. Old German man got exactly the result she wanted, uh, and then she got asked out to a dinner date by everyone's favourite character, Dougal Scott. Oh yeah. Those are the three things that happened in eleven pages of prose. <laughs> Wow. Fast paced. So, yes, it's a, it's a good book. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, so the recap is kind of dice. <laughs> what was that? She she went on Google a bit. Yeah. <laughs> that was genuinely it, though, wasn't it? That was it. I, I'm doing my best here. And Eddie's also done his best, but it's still slightly less good than me. It's fair. It's true. He's holding the book and he only knows it a little better than me. It's just, I've read it before as well. This is my second. <laughs> Still don't know what the fuck's happening. Uh, so we will need then uh, Young Rachel. We will oh, need no. a title chapter for uh, number eight, given that Laurie Handlin does not bless us with such, with such things. Ooh, uh, ooh, okay, so... We know that she's going to go on a date with Diggle, mm-hmm. so I don't know. Oh, Diggle Dick. Dingle Dick. Diggle Dick. Diggle Dick. Oh. It's where I hope the chapter goes. Oh. Okay, Diggle Dick. Uh, I'll, try, I'll try and put that in my mind. Diggle, Diggle Dick. It should Doogle be in everyone's mind. Oh God, it's so thin, but strangely long. Oh. <laughs> It's really long. Like a pepperami. Like two feet long. Oh no! <laughs> it's like a pipe cleaner. He folds it in half. <laughs> Tucks it in his waistband <laughs> and off he goes. <laughs> so I think all we have left then is the wheel of voices. Is just a randomised set of voices what we've picked for the characters because there are far, far too many to keep track of and far, far too many for the writing to be compelling. Uh, bloody outrageous. It is outrageous. Does Diggle's dick have a voice? Uh, would you like it to? I don't yes, think it please. has a speaking line in the... Just so I have it in my head so I can imagine. Okay, do you, do you want to pick from the wheel of voices? Yeah. Do you want to give me a number between 1 and 20? Uh, 17. 17. Uh... Dougal's dick sounds like Phil Mitchell, apparently. Excellent. Perfect. Wow. He does kind of look like one as well, doesn't he? <laughs> All right, then, without any further <clears throat> adieu, uh, we shall push onwards into Chapter 8, Dougal's Dick. That's going to be really difficult to make that sound dramatic with the music. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks. Thanks for that. All right. Here we go. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Dougal arrived to pick up Chris right on time. The contrast of charcoal slacks, soft grey cashmere sweater, 
and shiny black shoes with his usual kilt was so sharp. Christmas Wait a minute. Wait yeah, I think minute. I've spotted the problem here as well. Yeah. <laughs> he's wearing trousers and a kilt. He's weird enough. Oh, <laughs> he's wearing a, is it a skort. Is that it? <laughs> What's he doing? <laughs> it's not the early noughties. You can't get away with that anymore. Good Lord. He's not in a new metal band. This is not faith <laughs> no more. You can't wear a skirt and a kilt and trousers. I'm, I'm going to ruin the fun slightly, but I think that he's not wearing a kilt. I think it's just awkwardly written. I think it's the, the, the contrast, con- contrast with of the coat. How he's dressed now. Oh, yeah. uh, the contrast with all these things and his kilt. But I tell you what, headcanon now is that he's dressed in a full suit and a kilt. He always yeah. wears a kilt on yes. top of everything else. Everything. His pajamas. He's, he's really trunks. selling the Scottish thing. <laughs> it's for the tourists, you know. <laughs> Uh, the contrast of charcoal slacks, soft grey cashmere sweater and shiny black shoes with his usual kilt was so sharp, Chris might not have recognised him in a crowd. Two different men in one easy-on-the-eyes package, she thought. Not bad. <sighs> Chris had to search high and low to come up with something that wasn't jeans and a sweatshirt. Luckily, she, she's got one suitcase full of things. Yeah, did she not have four items as well? It's so few things she brought. <laughs> Luckily, she tossed a black skirt and clingy red sweater in her suitcase at the last minute. Combined with her least clunky pair of shoes, that would do. Although right now, Dougal certainly cleaned up better than she did. Oh, no. It's um, one of those things that, uh, like... Uh, Fuck, I've, I've walked like 15 miles today. I'm fucking exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things that very amateurish writers and indeed um, school children that write essays do quite a lot is describe in withering detail exactly what each character is wearing. And that is very much New York Times bestseller Laurie Handlin is doing that in spades here. This is one entire page nearly I've read of this chapter which has just described what the characters were wearing. I know it's early, he said, but I thought after dinner we could head out to the lock and watch for Nessie as the sun sets. It's always good for a laugh when she doesn't show up. Wait, he says he knows it's early. Did we not establish in the last chapter that he asked it for dinner at like half 11 in the morning? Yeah. Yeah. So he's come back at like four in the afternoon or something on for dinner. Also, what a shit date. Let's go out on the lock and look for Nessie and laugh when she doesn't appear. Yeah. Yeah, there's not much to do in Drum the Drocket, though, I suppose. At what point have you quantified that she hasn't appeared? Because, like, what is the turning point to influence the laughter? I think it's when it gets funny. That'll do it. It's always good for a laugh when she doesn't show up. Except someone was perpetrating the Lake Monster hoax. Fifteen miles. Except someone was perpetrating the Lake Monster hoax. And according to Dougal, they perpetrated it often in the water near the Klansmen. With the current upheaval around Drumnadrocket, perhaps the hoaxers would feel more comfortable north of all the trouble. 
She would catch them in the act, and the rest would be history. What's happening? What's going on? I What's don't going don't on? Understand. <laughs> understand. Why is this new information? Hang on, let's 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 try. With the current upheaval around Dromedrocket, perhaps the hoaxes would feel more comfortable north of all the trouble. She would catch them in the act, and the rest would be history. No. Apparently, the hoaxes are in a specific location. When did she discover this? In her big book of messy facts. Wait, is the current upheaval the murder? Must be, yeah. I think that's how she's referring to them. Double homicide. Yeah, that faff put on by the water. (laughs) The current upheaval in the community. What a a to-do. A kerfuffle. (laughs) What a carry-on. She would catch them in the act and the rest would be history. A history she would be the first to record. Because no one's ever caught a Nessie hoaxer in the act before. I, I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, even in a good state of mind and body, this is not a book to be read. Yeah. The Rach has done a 12 hour shift today. I've walked 15 miles. Johnny's chased a dog into the wilderness, and <laughs> Eddie's a full on diva. So that's what we've got working right now. He's got a river outside his house. The bloody pipe's gone. Oh. <laughs> Not even bothered to see if you can ice skate on it yet. <laughs> it happened, like, I went to a shop and came back, <clears throat> and it must have happened, like, an hour later. I was on that very road. Oh. And oh, it, you, it, you could have been killed. I could have I could have been caught in crossfire. <laughs> no one likes a soggy Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> I would pay really good money to watch you toboggan. <laughs> I'm a very uh, entertaining sledger. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Skeleton luge. That's what I want. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, oh, my God, yes. Also, there are four of us. We could form a bobsleigh team. We could form a bobsleigh team. <laughs> We're one bobsledder down. Life is trash, got a bobsleigh team. <laughs> 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 I feel strange saying this, but do we need Johnny to ground us? <laughs> I, think, I think we might. We've all went a bit rogue. We've, we've gone very avant-garde. <laughs> a history she would be the first to record. Sounds good to me. Chris snatched her backpack, which contained her video camera, and then followed Dougal to his car. Something German. She was no good with makes and models. <laughs> Why? My How did you know it's German? <laughs> that's German car. <laughs> that's probably something that's helpful for an investigative journalist to know shit like this. But... Yeah, you'd think. <laughs> yeah. She has no understanding of the world. No. She's like a baby. So, okay, here's, here's the question. What right. make of car? That's an... Datsun. Okay, I think it's uh, Koenigsegg. I think he's got oh a, a sports car. Got a, like oh. a racing grade sports car. Uh, the only one I can think of is Audi. Because I'm very boring. Is Audi a German make? Are you thinking of Aldi? <laughs> Volkswagen. Oh, Volkswagen. Ah. Hitler's car. <laughs> 
Is yes. it like, oh, is it like a Volkswagen, like a people carrier, but it's just him that drives it? It's really sad. It's like a proper family <laughs> car, and he's got a car uh, seat in the back, but it's just him. Oh, but <laughs> oh, I was saying it's actually literally Hitler's car. <laughs> 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 she was no good with makes and models. He held the door. Lucky, since she'd have gone straight to the wrong side of the automobile if left to her own devices, I presume because it's in the UK, oh. not because she's a fucking idiot. It's anyone's game. It could be either. The drive to the clansmen retraced the route Chris had taken from Inverness along the shores of Loch Ness. The tea brown waters played hide and seek as they drove. There and then gone again. And then there again. And then gone again. Yeah, Laurie, we, we get it. You don't need to explain your metaphor, but okay. <laughs> All around mountains of blue and grey. Battled with the walls of evergreen for dominance. They made small talk. Nice day. Beautiful weather. Do you like salmon? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the classic pattern. Yeah, that's that's the first date pattern there, isn't it? That is it. He's that's laying the, on the moves. That's the first thing I ask a girl on a date. Do you like salmon? <laughs> <laughs> Tells you a lot about abroad. After my inevitable divorce, uh, I'm absolutely going <laughs> to ask that on a first date. Uh, where the fuck was I? Salmon. Salmon, do you like salmon? <laughs> Chris, relax. <laughs> what? Relax! You, we both like salmon. <laughs> I'd be on edge. Chris, relaxed, thrilled not to have to think for a while. Google was easy to be around. He didn't ask too many questions that she was required to invent answers for. From the outside, the clansman did not impress. If Chris had been driving, she'd have gone right past. Does she stop at every building that impresses her? Ooh, Going... look at that. Oh, my God. Uh, they came around a curve and BAM! <laughs> there it was. <laughs> what? The parking lot directly off the highway on one side, a small harbour on the other. The building itself was smaller than most country inns in America and consisted of weathered brown wood and sand-shaded bricks. To the rear, towering green trees covered a massive hill which appeared to flow into the slowly darkening sky. <laughs> well, I'm enthralled. Well, it's, it's, it's poetry, isn't it? <laughs> it's like... Velvet sex words. You can't read it in anything other than that tone of voice. Inside, however, the place was beautiful. There were cream walls with wood accents in the lobby. The carpet was a little busy, but she'd found that to be the case in many places of business. Who gives a shit? <laughs> My God, Laurie, skip to the end. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, it's like the most banal Yelp review. Chris had a bus uh, feeling busy carpets didn't show the dirt as clearly. That's that's how it's written. There's not A there. Chris had a feeling busy carpets didn't show the dirt as clearly. Busy carpet. Busy carpet. Busy carpet. <laughs> I've got a feeling busy carpet doesn't show the dirt as clearly. And I think <laughs> I'm on or something. She knows a busy carpet. Well... Not the 70s anymore. You can get rid of that. 
The restaurant was even more lovely with windows. Oh, wow. <laughs> that looked out onto the loch. A polished wood bar, bottles glistening in the setting sun. And lots of tables with comfortable cushy chairs. Oh. <laughs> this is all over this, the fucking place. This is horrendous. I feel like Laurie needs Johnny to ground her for this chapter. Very fucking possibly. <laughs> this might be the worst written chapter so far. She's just giving up. Yeah, I think she. this is one of those ones where I said before, sometimes I, I feel like she goes, I can do one more chapter tonight, but she's overtired and she should have an unbongo and go to bed. <laughs> Theirs was next to the window, and Chris found herself captivated by the long expanse of water. From here, it almost looked blue. The waiter appeared before she could comment, which is probably for the best, because the water looks blue is really not. I mean, for a first date that's consisted so far of a drive to an unimpressive building and the question, do you like salmon? I guess it's on task, but, you know, fucking whatever. Uh, we have a voiced character, Ooh. but um, I don't think it's going to be many lines. Do you want to give me a number, someone? You go, Eddie, because I chose the deck voice. <laughs> uh, 19. 19. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Paul O'Grady, I don't know who put that in. Oh, my. Ooh. I was probably Tubbs. Would you like something from the bar? <laughs> yeah, that's my best. I think that might be his only line as well. <laughs> Amazing. Dougal tilted a brow. Whiskey? Uh. I think no. Chris smiled at the waiter. Wine. Something white and dry. You choose. That'll be the white wine then, madam. <laughs> 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 Very good. <laughs> <laughs> he inclined his head, then turned to Dougal, who predictably ordered their best single malt whiskey. Oh, that ragamuffin. Why does the lock seem blue? Chris asked. She did it anyway. Oh, my God. She had all, all the time in the world to consider whether or not it was an asinine, stupid thing to say, and then she blurted out anyway. Bring that waiter back. <laughs> Check, please. <laughs> <laughs> I've had enough. <laughs> Why does the lock seem blue? Chris asked. I know the water's brown from the peat. Dougal glanced in that direction. In some places, the reflection of the sky hits her just right. Then you have. He spread his hands forward and out. The waiter returned with their drinks, setting a glass of gorgeous golden wine in front of Chris. It is Artemok, he said. A Scottish wine. <laughs> a Scottish wine. Wow. Ooh. Actually, Do can, we... you, can you grow grapes I in Scotland? Know. I feel uh... like she'll probably have researched this and there probably is one, but I at think, the same time, it doesn't seem... I, th I think I've seen one on the market, but I've certainly seen English wine. I'm pretty sure like, you could get some fruit wines that maybe aren't proper wine. Mm -hmm. Autumn Oak Leaf Wine from Perthshire. Oh. It's not made from grapes. Is that still wine? So what's it, what, what's it made of? Made from oak leaves, freshly picked from the woods of Perthshire and made into a strong tea. Oh, that... So it's fucking tea in a bottle. <laughs> that ain't wine. 
Shit, that ain't right. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch ass Autumn Cliff wine. <laughs> Get that weak ass buster shit out of my face. <laughs> you trying to tell me this is a wine? What kind of a rundown is this? <laughs> Uh-huh. What the fuck? <laughs> Johnny, come back. <laughs> uh, it's made from oak leaves, freshly picked in the woods of Perthshire, made into a strong tea. Oranges, lemons, sugar, and chopped up Turkish sultanas are then added. This fruity soup is fermented for three weeks and finished with an aromatic splash of elderflower wine. What's going what? on? So they make they make a fruity soup and then put a different sort of wine in it. Jesus. <laughs> it's a smoothie. Uh, Chris picked up her glass, sniffed, and then sipped and nodded as she smiled. Perfect. <laughs> it's from mm. the Kano More Winery, he continued. In Perthshire, which oh is the centre of our best fruit growing area in the Castle of Gowrie. Tick on Wikipedia there for Lord. <laughs> <laughs> it's from Care No More Winery, he continued, in Perthshire near Errol, which is the centre of our best fruit growing area in the Castle of Gowrie. Okay, Chris lifted her Will it get me sloshed? That's all I fucking care about. Hey, I'm wasted. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> he left with the <laughs> he left with the appetizer orders: duck with raspberry sauce for Chris, seafood salad for Dougal. Wait, did he bring Dougal a drink? Yeah, I guess he must have brought a drink. Doesn't say which one. Yeah, he oh. put out his outstretched hand. Yeah. <laughs> duck and raspberry. I was just going to say duck and raspberry. What the fuck? It's not a combination that typically goes together. I don't. I I'm a, I quite like That'd a bit okay. of duck. I don't think it'd be bad. It's just a bit of a weird one. I mean, I've had duck in a few fruit versions, but a la ronge, do Yeah, not never raspberry. I've had like um, plum plum sauce. I had your yeah, plum, plum sauce. Yeah. Duck a la raspberry. Duck a la raz. <laughs> uh, give it a shot. <laughs> the wine was fantastic. The food, The fruity soup was fantastic. <laughs> the food, excellent. After the dark, Chris ordered salmon with Cajun spices. Mm. Who'd have thought? <laughs> Who cares, Chris? What? <laughs> Lime and sun-roasted tomatoes. Dougal had lamb with mint roasted potatoes, rosemary, and port. Chris made a face when he ordered it. You don't like port? He asks. I don't like lamb. But they're so cute, he deadpanned. Exactly. Uh... I've worked with the sheep, he said. I prefer them on my plate. But veal? Now Dougal made a face. Baby cows with big brown eyes. How could you? I don't. Chris said. Believe me, this is scintillating stuff. Wow. The chemistry. It's fizzed from the get-go. <laughs> the other boys watching from the lock, just like... <laughs> uh. 
Nee. I also like salmon. <laughs> uh, she ate every last bite of dinner, the fat bitch, and drank. <laughs> Gotta get your money's worth. <laughs> it's true. I don't, I don't, I don't have that at all. And, and drank two glasses of fruit soup. When the waiter suggested dessert, she puffed out her cheeks. But do. <laughs> Sorry. What? <laughs> <laughs> Do I see the dessert menu? <laughs> Very good. Uh. <laughs> she puffed out. I, I assume it's puffing out her cheeks to make herself look like I'm so fucking fat right now. <laughs> Holy shit, I'm feeling fat. <laughs> I couldn't eat another bite. I couldn't fit any more salmon in me if you pushed it up me bottom. <laughs> Uh, That's how I ended my first day. <laughs> I wasn't even eating salmon. So. <laughs> Dougal insisted she tried the pavlova, um, which was light, or the sorbet and berries, even lighter. Dougal, if she doesn't want pudding, you don't get to order for her. <laughs> God damn, Dougal. It's 2021. <laughs> With the promise of coffee as an accompaniment, Chris succumbed. How many fucking pages are we in now? We're, we're, this we're is three pages in, and we've we know what they are wearing, and we know what they had for dinner. It's <laughs> not Brilliant. a fucking novel. <laughs> Out on the lock, something moved. Oh, did you see that? Chris stared at what appeared to be three humps bumping along halfway between this shore and the next. Dougal narrowed his eyes. It's a wake. It's a a wake, not it's not, not awake. A awake like. Yeah, or like it's not awake. Like the monster isn't awake. It's not you know conscious. It, it, it it's a wake. Yeah. Right. It's, it's it's a water wake. It's not a funeral wake, and it's not a monster oh. that's awake. It's it's a wake. <laughs> a wake. It's a wake. It's a wake, Eddie. In the water, it's it's a wake. As in well, that, break- that shouldn't be in the water at all. Worst. <laughs> Who put that wake in the water? <laughs> some poor, some poor groundskeeper. <laughs> so it's 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 a wake wake. <laughs> it's a very wet wake. It's it's no, it's no, Eddie. It's it's a, it's it's a wake. It's like a break in the water, Eddie. It's it's not it's it's not like a funeral wake. It's not like a monster that it's a, that it's awake, and it's not like. It's not like Jonathan Ross saying a rake. It's, 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 a, it's like a break, Eddie. A break in the water. It's, the tide in the lock is is, is moving. <laughs> it's moving the current in such a way that the water has broken, Eddie. Eddie. <laughs> That's what it is. It's not. It's not saying it's. A, it's not a rake. And it's not like a funeral. It's not like a part, an after party at a funeral. It's, it's <laughs> and it's not like a monster that's that's conscious. It's 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 it's, it's, it's just it's. It's just a break in the water. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Because it'd be really weird if it was any of those other things. <laughs> uh, 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 I cannot. I cannot. Uh, that, that, that's done me in. Okay. Awake. Uh, awake, uh, you say. It's awake. Like, uh, a break, like a break in the water, really. It's like yes. a, like a break, awake that's... Um... What's a water awake? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a break in the water. Um, I it's covered this. Qu- I covered this quite extensively, uh, but I was addressing Eddie. I will. I will concede. So I, I can do the same for you. It's like it's it's like a break in the water, Rach. It's like um, it's like the, the the current from the lock is pushing the water in such a way that it's sort of folded in on itself with such force that uh, it, it, it's it's sort of breaking and, and sort of frothy, and that's what the wake is. Uh, now, Eddie made the mistake, a very classic mistake, of thinking that I was mispronouncing the word rake. It's not, it's not, a, it's not a, as you suggested, Eddie, it's, not, it's, it's not a party that you'd have after a funeral, that, that sort of, because that, you wouldn't, typically, you wouldn't have that in the middle of a body of water, Rach. Rach, it's important you pay attention. <laughs> Lawrence, I swear to God. <laughs> Rach needs to know these things, Eddie. Uh, I am cutting not a fucking second of this. <laughs> My abdominals. Okay, all right, all right. I, I think oh. I, I think I think that joke has been done. Oh, oh my god! I, I just figured, like, without Johnny, we need one of us to make a joke go on for fucking ever. So mm. I thought that was the end. That's the end of the chapter. Yeah. Oh god! <laughs> no, it's only got fucking ages. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Shitting hell! Google narrowed his eyes. Mm. It's a wig. Don't. <laughs> From what? Chris didn't see a boat in either direction. Mm-hmm. No, I meant like a, a party after a funeral. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. <laughs> you swine! Dougal lifted his chin, indicating the towering mountains. Oh. Those actually come into the lock and form a basin. When something makes waves, those waves come out. Up. What? She couldn't have googled this. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Those, act- uh, those actually continue into the lock and form a basin. When something makes waves, those waves come out. He spread his hands, then stopped them dead as if they'd struck something solid. They hit the rock, then come back again. He's obsessed with these hand motions, isn't he? Ooh. I'd be out there sharpish. He brought his palms towards each other in a rippling movement because Loch Ness is so big Ooh. and deep. Oh. Oh my. Sometimes the boat, or whatever made the original wave, is long gone before the ripple returns. I've decided he's, he switched on the charm for this. I'm loving for that. This is his big move. He takes women here, checks they like salmon, and he tells them the, the wake story. By then, the cause of those ripples has left more wakes. And when I say wakes, I don't mean like a party after a funeral. <laughs> Shabba, <laughs> you charlatan! Oh, I've only, I've only just recovered. <laughs> and when the reflected ones hit those coming in the other direction, you get humps. Oh, yes, Lord! You 
Lord save me. He nodded at the window. Like oh. that. Made sense. Full stop. And Dougal's matter-of-fact tone had Chris feeling foolish. Of course she'd seen a wake. Not a party after a funeral, but a break in the water. <laughs> what else could it have been? The waiter arrived with their desserts and coffee. As soon as the man finished, Dougal spoke softly. Greater sceptics than you have been fooled by the lock. How did you know what I was thinking? He shrugged. Your face doesn't lie. Great. Not only was she unable to lie with her mouth, but her face <laughs> gave her away too. Uh. She shouldn't be. I know. Bloody typical. She shouldn't be disappointed. After all, didn't she loathe liars? But she was. Out there, Dougal continued, everything is deceptive. Awake, meaning a break in the water. Not a party after a funeral, a mispronunciation of the word rake. No, I'm going to do it every time. Uh, uh. A tree, the reflection of a black-throated diver at dawn. What? Or a red deer at dusk. <laughs> this is outrageous. This is thoroughly enjoyable. What's happening? <laughs> I've read this before. I knew where this was going and I'm still fucking lost. Uh, Chris let her lips curve as she listed some of the things people had seen and thought to be Nessie. As he listed, rather. How could any intelligent person believe in a fairy tale? She was nearly done with her sorbet. I'm nearly done with my sorbet. <laughs> oh, wipe your hands on your skirt. Let's keep going. <laughs> Which she preferred... 50 miles, fuck them. Which she'd preferred <laughs> to the small taste she'd had at Dougal's Pavlova. My, my. It's <laughs> oh, oh, oh. all kicking off. When she again had the bizarre sense of being watched, she was used to the feeling. She was on television. So why didn't the sensation suddenly bother her? Dougal stared at the lock, scowling at what appeared to be a heavy log with a thick, protruding branch. That could easily have been mistaken for the head of a sea serpent. <laughs> if you were so inclined to mistake such things. What a fucking moron. If you were also inclined to paranoia, the log seemed to stare back. Oh. Chris peered around the room. Several people nursed drinks at the bar, but they all peered at the glittering bottles on the walls, no doubt deciding what they might have next. The other diners were occupied with their own fine meals. Not that one or two of them couldn't have been staring at Chris a minute ago, then stopped. However, she still had that tickle at the base of her neck. Ooh. She glanced over her shoulder just as the man left the dining room. There was something about him that made Chris get to her feet, mutter, ladies' room, and follow. Was he a horse? Was he a horse? Oh my god! I've li I've just flipped ahead like two pages, and I've I've landed my finger straight on the phrase "Nessie's not a horse." <laughs> How <What>? strange! <laughs> That's some foreshadowing. Yeah, some horse shadowing. Oh, that's you. one for me. <laughs> she lost him. How she wasn't quite sure. Chris had hustled across the restaurant as fast as her long skirt and clunky shoes would let her. Well, she's a catch. Oh, that's a sad wee outfit. <laughs> hey, hold up! <laughs> I can't run so fast because of my asthma. 
Um, wow. When she reached the place she'd seen him, the man was gone without a trace. There'd been something really familiar about the guy, which made no sense. She was in Scotland. The only males she knew here were Dougal, who'd been sitting with her. Liam, who was both shorter and more lithe than the figure she'd observed, and had black hair instead of light brown with streaks of gold. And Alan Mack, who was far too large to be mistaken for anyone but himself. She supposed she could include both Edward Mandenauer and Rob Cameron on her list, but both of them were much older than the guys she'd seen. So why did she feel as if she knew him? Might he be the man asking for her in Drumna Drocket? Might he? <laughs> if so... Forgotten about him. He appeared to have found her. Da-da-da. But then why would he leave? Chris was more than a little creeped out. She should have asked Dougal to come with her. The He'd spoken. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> you have to ask me twice. <laughs> I've always wondered what <laughs> secrets your private chambers hold. Uh, <laughs> older ladies use urinals. I've always wondered. <laughs> Chris was more than a little creeped out, as are all of you now. She should have asked Eagle to come with her. He'd spoken with the guy. He'd know if it were him. Oh, okay, because he, yeah, okay, he didn't speak to her. Damn, Chris muttered as she returned to the table. Cloak and dagger, still not her thing. Dougal was in the process of paying the bill. Chris insisted on Dutch treat. What? What? Chris insisted on Dutch treat. So go in Dutch, but it's yeah. not a treat. How is that a treat? I don't understand. Is that a sex thing? It could be. A, I think it's probably to do with pooing. Oh, God. <laughs> Those ducks. Chris she's insisted... got a black skirt. She can wipe it on. Right. Yep. Busy <laughs> We're friends, Chris pointed out. And friends don't let other friends pay the whole bill. Oh, he's right in the friend zone there. Uh... Oh. We're all little incel doodle. <laughs> My friends do, Dougal muttered. Chris laughed and put a few of the pounds sterling she had exchanged before getting on the plane. A few of the pounds? She said what? a three-course three meal and coffee in a, in a restaurant, hotel, bar. What? Give them Fuck. three pounds. Three quid. It's just, especially that's not even a tip. <laughs> Good God. That's not Dutch, it's Aberdonian. Oh, oh. 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 <laughs> That's Rachel's <laughs> joke quota for the episode fulfilled. <laughs> My racist joke quota fulfilled. It's not you, racist. They're not people. You'll kill them at the clubs with that one. <laughs> Write oh. it down, Rach. Write I'm it down. <laughs> Do it at clubs. <laughs> I thought you meant a nightclub full of like Aberdonian uh. ravens. Like, <laughs> Take that to the rotunda. <laughs> We've we got, got a live one. <laughs> I fucking hate you. This will be joke, joke of the fringe 2022. <laughs> She's a woman and all. <laughs> Somebody phone the Guardian. Oh, get yourselves fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck were we? Uh, she'd exchanged before getting on the plane. She'd have to find a bank tomorrow and do the same with the money Edward had given her. She hoped oh. it wasn't counterfeit. 
The sun's falling fast. Dougal winked. We should hurry to the lock before we miss her. As they left the restaurant, then the building, uh, Chris glanced around for any trace of the man she'd seen earlier. No luck. This guy who was asking for me, she began as they crossed the road and headed down the grassy bank. What do you look like? Height, weight, hair. Dougal frowned. Shorter than me. Solid, but not fat. Muscles, brown hair. Light brown, highlights. Dougal's frown deepened. Highlights? Streaks, she waggled her fingers at the top of her head. From the sun or a bottle. How would Dougal not know what highlights were? We don't have such highfalutin things in the highlands. He's from, he's from America. Oh, true, yes. <laughs> um, streaks, she waggled her fingers at the top of her head from the sun or a bottle. Ah, he nodded, and then stopped and tilted his head, thinking, I don't recall. Chris rubbed between her eyes. Eye colour? I didn't see. Dougal would never make it as a cop. Luckily, he didn't have to. Very astute, Laurie. Very astute observation. Mm. You know him? They'd reached the shores of the lock and taken a seat on a conveniently placed bench. Chris wasn't sure what to say. Dougal's description was worthless. Piece of shit, Dougal. <laughs> what is the point, Dougal? What are you for, Dougal? <laughs> it both oh. matched the guy she'd seen and someone she thought she might know. And then again, it, well, I'm sorry. I, I, what? It both the matched. Females. It both matched and did not. I don't think this one's my fault. <laughs> it both matched and did not the guy she'd seen at the Klansman, someone she thought she might know. Then again, she might not. Oh, my God. This is a seizure sentence. Put her in the recovery position. Leave her alone. A bit of wood in her mouth so she doesn't bite her tongue off. <laughs> She'll be great. I'm not sure. If he comes back again, ask his name. I should have before. Sorry. It's probably nothing. And it probably was. Still, the whole thing made her squiddly. What? No, what? Made her squiddly. <laughs> yeah. Squirrely. Desire to squirrely. Lovely, thank you. Yeah. Chris rested her video camera in her lap. They sat side by side watching the lock, waiting for something that wasn't going to come. Oh no. Problems. Oh Dougal. Usually she was no good at waiting. She'd forever been impatient. Always on the go to go anywhere but here. Always searching for the next story or more information about this one, which reminded her. In your museum, you have an unfinished section. Dougal nodded, still staring at the lock. <laughs> mm. Her mind just does incredible things. <laughs> Supernatural myths of Scotland. I've studied a lot of legends from all over the world, but they're my favourite. But you don't believe in the supernatural. Doesn't matter what I believe. It matters what I can sell to those who do. His cynical attitude should have been grating. However, considering it mirrored her own, Chris couldn't throw stones because she's a girl. Besides, uh. <laughs> just for the record, in case I do leave that bit in, I do think girls can throw stones. <laughs> just not very well. Well, some of them can't, Rach. <laughs> Isn't that like your one weakness? Because you're you're quite sporty and quite fit, but you can't throw worth a can't shit. Can't throw for a shit. 
I think was it you said I put feminism back 20 years every time I try to catch a ball. <laughs> I don't think I've seen you try and catch. I think I've seen you try oh, and throw things, bad. throw bad. like nuts at squirrels. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm not good. I'd like cunted a pigeon in the head with a peanut. I can I can jump really high and very far and run and I'm quite healthy, but I cannot throw nor catch. You could you could probably <laughs> put both Eddie and I in an arm bar at the same time. I could. But yeah. but I couldn't, you know, catch. You you couldn't toss a monkey nut to me. I couldn't, no. <laughs> You'd put your own eye out. <laughs> Probably would. Where the fuck am I? <laughs> Johnny, come back. We don't any of us. Stones! She couldn't throw them. Oh, yeah! Them. Couldn't throw them. Besides, his being a sceptic didn't keep him from being the best informed source of legendary info on Scotland now that Edward was gone. Dougal was using the public's gullibility to make a buck. He wouldn't mind Chris picking his brain for the same reason. Why don't you sell me? Chris murmured. What's going on? Why don't you sell me? Because you're a human woman, not a trinket. <laughs> there are you're laws. a dumb bitch worth nothing. Oh, okay. I went for the, the sort of more empowering one. But nah. Rachel nah. Leonard, host <laughs> of... Uh, Lassie's Laugh, the female empowerment <laughs> comedy group. <laughs> Wouldn't even get a fucking camel for her. <laughs> nah, Chris Daniels would not be allowed in. She lets well, us down. Why don't you sell me? Chris murmured. His lips quirked. He knew she couldn't be sold. Still, he humoured her. What? Oh, I see. I'm, but, I'm, okay, no, I get what... Yeah, I get it. Okay. I kind of get the use of sold, but I still don't understand what he's selling her on. The idea, the myth, the legend. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. But, but before this, she has just said, like, you don't believe in that, do you? And he's gone, not a bit. And she's like, well, why don't you sell me on it? Well, because yeah. I, don't, I don't fucking believe in it. That's why. Uh. One of the most interesting tales I've found is the wolver, a Scottish werewolf. A wolf's vulva. A wolf's vulva. <laughs> Chris straightened. Nearly everything she'd read about Mandanau involved werewolf vulvas body of a man covered in brown hair head of a wolf it's tubs chris resisted the urge to say ew because really it went without saying how do you kill it she asked kill it dougal repeated expression mystified why the wolver is benign the wolver isn't real, Chris pointed out. But if it were, I doubt any werewolf is benign. Dougal shrugged. In the legends, wolvers kept to themselves, except when they were leaving fish on the windowsills of the paw. A Robin Hood werewolf? Right. What? <laughs> what else you got? Chris wanted to hear about the Scottish legends that might have led to the tale of Nessie. She discovered that hoaxes often followed local legends, perhaps to more easily convince the residents that the hoax was the truth, or perhaps they have no imagination of their own. Shut up! Shut the fuck up! Stop! What a bitch. <laughs> what a bitch. <laughs> the Kareen. Sea monster so large it ate seven whales. Oh, that has possible. Fuck off, seven whales. <laughs> seven whales. It, no takes, it can take seven whales at the one time. Yeah. 
Eat seven whales all in one go. All in the one hole. All in the yep. Yeah, well, if that hole is the mouth, Rach, I know what I know what you're trying to do, and I'm not going <laughs> to let you. This is a clean smut book. <laughs> that had possibilities. Big slutty whale. The fear lath, he continued, an unseen present that causes feelings of unease. Chris glanced over her shoulder, suddenly doused with an increasingly familiar sense of unease. Dougal laughed. Not real, remember? Besides, the fear lath haunts the mountains, not the seas. What are those? Chris what, indicated, indicated towering hills. Oh, it's like, it's rhetorical. She's not actually asking what mountains All are. Right. Okay. Good point. I'd considered leaving that one out of the display, but maybe I would. One of the main sections will be myths and legends. That could actually be Nessie. That's all one sentence. I stopped halfway through. That was, that was my bad, Laurie. Fair enough. Bingo, Chris thought and leaned in. The Kelpie has always been a front runner. Dougal continued, oh. warming to his subject. Here they call it the... Goddamn Gallic. Here they call it the each usage. I don't know how to pronounce these words. It's unlike any language I've learned. You can all fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> a supernatural water horse transforms into a human and walks upon the earth, lures the unsuspecting into the water where they drown. Eddie's get his hand up. It's our boy. Our oh. boy's a fucking Kelpie. He's a water horse. Nessie's a not a horse. Ah. <laughs> there it is. Although there had been several reports of the monster with a mane. Neither is a water horse. They're massive, with tails that resemble the tail of a snake instead of a horse, and much shorter legs. The, the tail of a snake? Yes. It's but all the legs. snake. So it'd be like a sausage dog that's like shot out a really long sausage. I, I think it's like an eight, me eight meter long dashend. Yeah, that's wow. what I'm getting. Terrifying. I think that would be very adorable. But is the head not still a horse? Yeah. That is not adorable. What's wrong horse's with the horse's head? head? No, they're lovely, but like in proportion to an eight meter long, really slim body, little short legs, fucking big horse face, and then like big slithering tail. What about a guivre? Dougal considered this brow furrowing. A guivre is a French myth, dragon-like creature that prowled medieval France. I've seen drawings. It resembles Nessie except for the wings and breathing fire. He sat up straighter, too. They have horns, which a lot of Nessie sightings describe, and which most experts have pointed out resemble the autumn horns of a red deer. Aye, Dougal said absently, foghorn leghorn resemblance firmly in place. What? <laughs> but they inhabit bodies of water, and Scotland is a short trip from France. This is baffling. This is this is just awful. I thought this was gonna be sexy. I'm hard. This is the worst date. Uh, especially if you have wings, Chris pointed out. Shut up, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking sick of you. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you can so get the back. fucking bin. Get the lock. Oh. Uh, get in the wake. And when I say that, I obviously don't mean a party. <laughs> unless she's the corpse. In which case, absolutely go to that wake. Uh, Dougal glanced at her, amusement brimming in his lovely grey eyes. It felt so good to be able to say what she thought instead of prevaricating so she wouldn't have to lie. Gweevilers are said to be very aggressive, he continued. They attack humans. And if they were real, Chris said, I'd be worried. I fucking get it, Chris. You don't believe in monsters. It's like a broken record. His amusement deepened. I just meant to say, I wasn't sure if I should add the Gweevilers to my display on possible legends that created Nessie. She isn't violent. His gaze returned to the lock, where the water remained as smooth as glass. See anything? When, Goo- when Google didn't answer. Oh no. <laughs> 15 miles, mate. When Dougal didn't answer, Chris mm. turned to look at him. And he kissed her. Oh, what? What? Oh, oh. my word. <laughs> Talk to me about dragons. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's Eddie's Tinder profile. <laughs> as kisses went... It wasn't half bad. His lips were firm, but soft somehow. What? <laughs> oh my God. Oh no. His goatee tickled just a bit. Oh no. No, uh, no, 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 no. Didn't know he had a goatee. This is, this is new. Yeah, she described everything about him, but failed to mention a goatee. I mean, I was kind of imagining a goatee. Where are you? He oh, seems no, like a goatee. He's a goatee guy. Oh. He's a goatee guy. I'm thinking bald with a goatee. Oh, yes. Yeah, okay. His goatee tickled just a bit. Chris didn't pull away. Curious if perhaps the air in Scotland or the water would make her react to any kiss the way she'd reacted to Liam Grant's. No such luck. While the kiss was pleasant, it left her uninterested in anything more. And dry. Well, dry as the fucking Sahara. She certainly wasn't possessed by the urge to get naked with Dougal right here and now. She'd be arrested for a start. Yeah. Should she be glad about that or sad? A huge splash erupted as if something had been dropped into the water, like a piano or a, or a very large tail. Those are two very strange things to... Actually, <laughs> what she said, like a piano. Like a piano. Could it have been a large rock? Or perhaps some kind of landslip? No, it was a piano or a big tail. <laughs> I know a piano when I hear one. <laughs> Chris and Dougal broke apart, I presume, from each other, not like Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> Chris reaching for her camera as both of them glanced towards the lock. But nothing was there. And that is the end of chapter eight. God. Dougal's a dick. So there's chapter eight. What does does everyone think? Let's let's have a let's have a dissection of Dougal's dick, shall we? Always. Uh, Eddie, go ahead. What did you What did you think? Good lord. Um, I mean, I'm now keenly aware of the interior of the Klansman Hotel and Restaurant Bar. Well, busy carpet, cream accents with wood side Windows. Pans. Windows. <laughs> All sorts. But 
bloody hell, that was the most boring evening. Um, like, oh my god, this is it was so grim. Like, if this was if this was like if you were watching these people, you would you would call the police, you'd be like, help. There is there is something going down. There's a very boring date happening, and the police would be like, so oh, we must put a stop to it. We can't have this sort of vibe. It's just so bad. I know every 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 chapter we say this is the worst chapter, but this has been the worst chapter. I would agree, I think. Oh, uh, the amount of times we had to stop. We've never had to take an actual break before. You, yeah. had to, you had to put the book down for a moment there. So do you have a favourite part, Eddie? God. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I want to try duck with raspberry sauce now. I'm intrigued. I'd give it a go. Yeah. Mm. Like a raspberry jus. Jus. Reduction. <laughs> raspberry jus. Yeah. Jus. Cranberry jus. <laughs> Welcome to Colour Ruin. Uh, Colour Ruin. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> How many miles did you walk, Rach? <laughs> 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 what was I trying to say? Colour Ruin. Colour Ruin. Colour Ruin. Colour Ruin. Colour Just very quickly, that I've I've been fucking up reading that book the entire night, and Rage makes one mistake. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? This is this is. Wait, what was that? I say? Oh my god, can I not say that word? Culinary. Culinary. Oh no, I can't. Culinary. Stop confusing her. <laughs> you know she's only got a small, smooth brain. Cunning and hairy. I'll practice it when we hang out. Oh. Leave me alone, I'm very tired. We're all tired, Rach, Christ. <laughs> what about the worst bit other than uh, all of it? It's like the, the passages where she would just describe everything. And it's like, just shut the fuck up. Let the characters do something. Uh, fair enough. And if I can trouble you, young man, for a rating out of 10 for your... As as the book proceeds, my my um my tether is approaching the end. My wick gets shorter, and my willingness to give it a fair break runs low. So this is only getting a two. That's very low. At some point, if we keep going one for every single chapter, we are going to have to lower the scale into negatives. See, I don't think I've gone to one yet for that very reason. Mm. <laughs> uh, Rach, apart from having an hour and a half of Magic Mike whispering in your ear, yep. what was your favourite part of the chapter? Ooh, uh, I did enjoy his date chat. Uh, you know, uh-huh. um, nice weather. Oh, look at the mountains. Do you like salmon? I was like, yeah. Diggle, you got it. And the worst bit, uh, I don't know, like, again, like Eddie, I agree with you, just the constant fucking descriptions and the way that the exposition is, like, tweaked right out. It is so tedious. Mm-hmm. Um, the kiss as well. I'm always uncomfortable when Lauren reads anything remotely involving two people's body parts. So, not if I do it in Mike's voice, you fucking not. 
Yes. Yes. It's fine. <laughs> but uh, tingling buds. Oh. Um. But mm. I, Chris, hi. Like hen. I, you know, I've been trying. Um. You know, but I just I can't. You just need to fuck off. Yeah, this was especially obnoxious as far as chapter goes. Like everything, everything she said was like, "Boy, I'm really enjoying not having to think very hard." And yeah. then there's like every response anything Dougal said about the actual plot of the book was like, "But monsters don't exist." Oh. Every single time, that's we get all it. she did in this you're chapter. You're a cynic. Mm. You've got trust issues in your mozdeeds. Like we know. Come on, um, it's just. Laurie could have chosen to write anything, any sort of character, and she chose this. Um, you know, just oh god. I've I've read some of the other Laurie Handlin books, and um, I think you're being overly generous when you say that she could have chosen to write any other sort of character because I, I oh. think this is all she's capable of. So, rating, I would give it. I think I'm going for a two as well. Just a couple yeah, of number two. twos. That's us. That seems appropriate for the chapter we just read. Yes. What about you, Lawrence? What was your favourite bit? Oh, no one ever asked me this. It seems rude at the end of it to say that I thought it was my favourite. Oh, I'd have to think. I like the bit about the wake. <laughs> oh, God. Just to clarify, Rach, when I say the bit about the way, uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't think I liked very much of this chapter at mm. all. I think I just enjoy Dougal's date chat. I think that might be my favourite bit because it's it's not romantic in the slightest. What was your least favourite bit? Uh to be honest, as as uncreative as it is it's it's chris's response to dougal's dialogue everything dougal said was funny and then everything chris said was withering yeah that's about it i as far as chapters go um this might have to be the baseline i think i'd probably give it a one oh yeah wow it wasn't good there was nothing about it that was enjoyable other than you know reading it out and having reactions Mm. There, yeah, there was no redeeming features whatsoever. There was no action, you know. It didn't move the plot along. It was just a lot of like really tedious information and kind of copy and pasted Wikipedia articles, and then a weird TripAdvisor review of the hotel restaurant. Yeah, and I'm sort of imagining people that might read this book who want like a bit of an erotic thrill as well. Coming to this part, you know, the claw still at the ready from two chapters ago. Do more about the tingling buds. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Although a cream accents. <laughs> the fact that at the end of the chapter there was a smooch and it was still just yeah. yeah. Like even the saucy business was boring. His yeah. kiss was fine. <laughs> <laughs> It was firm yet soft, despite those two things not really being possible. Did they the same... not? Did they not uh, describe our breast? Was it her breast? Someone's breasts were firm and soft. I oh, think that, was, that was yeah. yeah. That seems to be our favourite sort of. Well, His with that, it makes more sense was because firm and soft. Because one breast was firm and the other was soft, and yeah. she should really have that checked out. <laughs> <laughs> if you oh. notice any sort of abnormality, then it's worth getting it checked out. That's a tip from Lawrence, ladies. <laughs> Check your breasts. 
fuck's sake. Anyway, oh, that geez. seems like a really good point to stop this before Johnny! we incriminate <laughs> Please come back. We've been let off the leash. I know. Who would have thought Johnny was the one restraining us? I know. I thought it was me. I, I have a, a well-crafted persona as a killjoy, but apparently I'm just as bad <laughs> as everyone else. One of us. One of us. One of the cool guys. Oh, I'm cool. <laughs> Turns out Johnny's the nerd. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think that will be the point then that we leave this episode. So it's a hearty goodbye from me, Lawrence. Goodbye. And from Rach. Goodbye. I would. And (laughs) a very sultry, sexy goodbye from Eddie McKenzie. Goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye to all you ladies out there (laughs) (laughs) in Radio Land. (laughs) A good night. (laughs) Fucking hell. Kristen Daniels went on a nice date She ate some nice duck and then some nice cake And she liked salmon, but there was no slamming Join us next time to find out if there'll be salmon then Pressure's gonna get to me Pressure's on Oh god Oh shit, eh Colour in any Oh fuck Oh Wait, 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 no, wait, wait, hold on You've got it See the words? Culinary Culinary Culinary. Yes!